Hello everybody, you're listening to Mushtar FM at 89.6 and this is Cultural and today we're going to talk about movies and about film industry in our countries so it's going to be Morocco, Georgia and Russia. Hello everyone, thank you uh, Alex for having me and I'm really excited to go through this uh, interesting topic. Hello, hello, same, I'm also very excited to be talking about films in general and if I have to dig in Georgian films, even better. Okay guys, so what do you know about movies? Do you know how it was created, like in the world, where and what sensory and stuff? Or you have no idea? I think acting maybe in general uh, appeared with uh, Roman Empire. I think there was this culture, but before having cinema, but I think the, the idea started from there. It was like a culture made for... Uh, More theatrical ma- Yeah, m- made for people mm-hmm. just to uh, get rid of the day-to-day life stress and everything. Oh, really? You you dig like too deep, I yeah. think. <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, okay. it's just, yeah. It was just theater, so yeah. Movies in itself, uh, like cinematography, it was born in France in 19th century, and the creators of this were two brothers. It was Louis and Auguste Lumières. And I'm sorry if I pronounce it incorrectly. <laughs> if somebody who speaks French, you know, <laughs> understand that my accent is not about their names. So at that time, in 19th century, photography as a way of capturing stationary object already existed, but in order for the process, of recreating the effect of movement to become possible it was necessary that photographing took place with short exposures. So Lumiere's showed several short only like about 50 seconds videos. They were making these kind of short movies about factories, about lives of ordinary people, you know, like workers from the factories. And the most memorable and iconic video in that time became a movement of the train. And they were showing like this video uh, of a train moving towards people in kind of like a cinema. I don't know. It was not like a cinema as we know this right now. But, you know, a lot of people were watching this video about a train. And so when the train started going towards people it was like on the big screen a lot of people got scared because it was like so realistic it felt like magic for them probably so you know it was like really something new for the world and for the people and you know it was like a big change in the world at that time and at first, uh, all these movies, it was just an entertainment for like most of people. But it's been getting more and more interesting and famous. So soon the director of one of the Parisian theaters, Georges Melis, his name, became interested in it. He was the first who appreciated the possibilities of cinema, scene and this, first of all. An excellent means to greatly expand the possibilities of the stage. And he was the first to make films based on scripts, use founders of cinema as independent art form. And one of the most famous films of Melis is Journey to the Moon. And during the first decade of the 20th century, the duration and variety of movie scripts gradually and steadily increased. So people got like more serious about this topic. And if at first it was more like life moments, so you know, like factories, workers and stuff, it's actually also a topic of 19th century because people wanted to see like people, real people. 
because before like painters and all the art it was more about something like special you know like creature life and stuff and stuff so at that moment people were interested in their own life kind of and so if it started just like from short videos and short films just generally like videos yeah about nothing so then people got like more serious and they started creating scripts plots thinking about these like cuts from the artistic side and stuff and by 1910 most of films were still being produced in france however other countries first of all it was usa great britain and germany they also beginning to have noticeable impact on the development of world cinema since we're talking about the history of cinema i just would like to add uh, something about the topic and mm-hmm. and we should stay uh, also in the uh, history of it because i think that the genealogy of uh, cinema traces back to the uh, late 19th century when the technology for capturing and projecting moving images was developed and i can talk about some key milestones in the evolution of cinema throughout history it began in the uh, with the invention of the motion picture camera in the uh, 18th 19th inventors such as thomas edison mm-hmm. and uh, as the one the brothers that you said lumiere brothers pioneered and the the development of motion picture cameras capable of capturing moving images and also the birth of silent films in the early 20th century filmmakers started creating short silent films often accompanied by live music or narration so th- these films like uh, for example the great train robbery in 1903 marked the beginning of narrative storytelling in cinema i can say So yeah, just want to say that throughout its history cinema has evolved into a powerful medium mm-hmm. for uh, storytelling, artistic expression and cultural reflection captivating audiences worldwide. Mm-hmm. And do you think if a uh, film industry is like part of culture, like in general in the world and in your countries? Do you think if it has like a big impact on your country's history? Yes, of course, not uh, on my country's history. I think it is a great a great part of culture like it takes like a really big spot because especially for me like I learned a lot through films because there was a time uh, in my life this like really big period of my life where I was kind of addicted to the movies and I was like searching for new movies and I was waiting for like 10 movies at the time and like literally searching for trailers and all the informations about it like I was really really addicted to it and I learned a lot like really a lot uh, about other people's cultures language and a lot a lot in general but also it is a huge part of a country's development as well I think because in the old times we had in Georgia film industry started in the early 20th century and the very first movie the like the very first film that they shot was they shot it in Baku actually and it was about Georgian one of the greatest Georgian writers uh, journey in the Raja region in Georgia first was like a documentary the, mm-hmm. the first thing that I said but uh, artistic uh, movie was uh, released in 1919 and it was about one 
girl from a small village and her tragic life. This movie was mute, obviously, because at the time it was not the technology was not advanced enough to have sound on the movie. But and it didn't do very well um, in sense of money, obviously. But it was like a huge step for film industry in Georgia. And then after that, obviously, we have a lot of really, really good Georgian old movies. Like they are super good nowadays. We don't really have that much. <laughs> movies and yeah I mean we don't really make many movies it's like maybe three movies a year and not all of them are very good but mm -hmm. back in the day like we really have some really good movies like quality stuff I mean and the mm -hmm. actors and their directors they were amazing much much better than they are now and especially comedy was a huge thing like comedy was a good and it was like I mean you have to see it because mm -hmm. the quality of those films were amazing mm -hmm. but nowadays it's not that and good yeah. what, what is the reason behind this? Uh, because I mean Georgia is like really small and they're not uh, there's not market for the movie so they really struggle because I mean nobody buys their stuff and that's the main thing even the actors mm -hmm. and actresses it's like they struggle to decide to to become an actor because they know that it's not a lot of money. Mm -hmm. yeah. And how is it in Morocco? I can say that uh, cinema in general in Morocco still is still in its infant stage, mm -hmm. and it, to a great deal it got affected by the uh, by this uh, Western culture. So you can see that a lot of a lot of Western traditions and uh, cultural norms have intervened with uh, our cinema, our movies. But back in the day, I can say that. Uh, our movies were all about, let's say, resistance, depicting ru uh, life, depicting uh, ordinary life in rural areas, for mm -hmm. example. I mean, there was no much creativity, I would say. Um, cinema in Morocco is, something, is, is not something to be proud of, honestly. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't like it. I don't watch uh, Moroccan TV, nor uh, Moroccan TV shows, especially that right now, in, in our days, they don't put much efforts in those works of art. They mm -hmm. just want to uh, shot and yeah, give to the public. You know, there is no creativity, no efforts, no, you know, how to say it? Artsy. Arts, yeah, yeah, <laughs> in that. So I, I don't like it, honestly. I don't watch uh, Moroccan TV. And as I said, uh, right now, uh, TV shows are focused mainly on... Uh, on a specific month, which is uh, Ramadan, because uh, Moroccans, mm -hmm. uh, most of Moroccans uh, in Morocco just stay in front of the TV and have breakfast. So that's uh, that's the uh, the way that these producers use to um, to make movies and use uh, commercials in between to uh, promote their works. But I mean, cinema as an independent industry that creates artistic uh, works, it is something that doesn't exist for the moment in Morocco, which is sad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've never heard like about any movie made in Morocco. I've never heard like anything about this. Okay. Yeah. Have you heard about Mimino? Yes. yes. <laughs> it's but. like a common movie for Georgians and okay. Russians as well, because yeah. it's mainly in Russian, I think. Yeah, I think so. And like the main character is Georgian yeah. and in movie and the actor is also Georgian. So it's like a one common thing that we both love. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. and now, recently, I don't know if you've heard the Extraction 2 came out on yeah, Netflix. Yeah, yeah, there are a lot of Georgian actors there and the villain is Georgian. So it's like a... <laughs> 
two sides. Which one? Extraction two. Chris Hemsworth. Uh, did you watch yeah, it? I, like I've seen. I'm sorry. I've seen a review of it uh, yesterday, yeah. and it says like two hours full of action and yeah. really entertaining to watch. Yeah, I mean, uh, those are not like my type of movies, ah. uh, but I mean, it's good to like pass some time. Plus, uh, of course, I watched it because there are like tons of Georgians <laughs> in it, yeah. and I was really like, they didn't do like the best job, but they did pretty good job, and especially like main actors did really good job, and I was like. Hey. Yeah, I just want to add something when it comes to Morocco and cinema. When it comes to Hollywood movies, uh, I think when they want to shoot like a, a scene in Middle East or something mm-hmm. in the desert, mm-hmm. Morocco is the best destination because uh, they made some scenes in Game of Thrones mm-hmm. and very big uh, movies scenes in in Morocco. But as I said, like. As a Moroccan, as a purely Moroccan industry, uh, cinema is, is still uh, not good. Oh, funny you mentioned that because like two years ago they shot uh, Fast and Furious 9 in Georgia and it was like literally outside of my house. Like I could see their really? yeah, helicopter. <laughs> they had like a really yellow helicopter, like really, really yellow. And it was there like right outside of my window. And I would see that like every day. And they shot it mainly in the area where I live. So I could see this like huge cars like running around <laughs> and like, going like boo, boo, boo. So yeah, that was really fun. But the movie itself was... I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Like Fast and Furious movies, it's like a fiction now. Yeah. Did you watch it? Yeah. The nine, yes. But then no. Uh, The newest one. No, just which dropped. is the newest one? Because I think that I stopped af- after they, seven parts because, you know, af- I think that until six, it was okay. But after this... I think the, the first one was okay. And <laughs> the, the, yeah. after that, they just went crazy with yeah. it. Oh, and Tokyo well, Drift, Drift also. Yeah, Tokyo that Drift. That was great. Yeah. That was nice. But, but which yeah, one no. is... I, watch, I watched the latest one. I it's think it's 20. called Fast X or something. It's Fast the 10th X. part, No. I have no idea. Careful. Didn't pay attention, but it starts from uh, the point. Did you watch the last uh, the last series uh, when uh, Van Diesel and his friend, the bl- with the blonde hair, they robbed uh, this uh, man, rich villain man. They they took his uh, box full of money ah, and they attached it to their car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I watched it. Yeah. So that was the the last version, but the mm-hmm. other one that just got dropped starts from uh, the villain who is the son of that rich villain man and he's uh, pursuit of uh, having revenge uh, for uh, Van Diesel and his family because you know he was like mm-hmm. he took my father away so I'm gonna revenge and take his wife and, and child away well yeah sounds like fast futures yes yeah. family. family yes <laughs> <laughs> I don't have friends but I, I really hate it right now uh, even Van Diesel is, is getting old so there is no action and as you said it's a lot of fiction so you say this is impossible that could happen when in real they life fly yeah my favorite yeah. part was my favorite part was when Vin Diesel had a fight with I think um, Jason Statham's character and mm-hmm. he just put his fist on the ground and it just <laughs> the <laughs> yeah. ground parted in two yeah it's like a, a avatar or something yeah it doesn't make any sense right now I don't know for me Fast Furious uh, it's like as unrealistic as Marvel movies. Yeah. I know yeah, that Marvel's are like, you know, Marvel's movies are not real, but it's way too much. There are no physics. I don't know. <laughs> In Marvel, there shouldn't be physics, of course, but I mean, this movie started all right. It was real. And then it's not. Yeah. yeah. So 
Yeah, well, but so uh, is uh, like the stuff that they were uh, shutting uh, in front of your like window in front of your house in Georgia. So is it happening in Georgia in the movie? Yes, yes. Oh, okay. But I don't think I don't think the actors were actually in Georgia because it's mainly like action uh, shot in um, the streets of Tbilisi. Like so, the cars mm-hmm. chasing down each other and stuff like that. So I don't think the actors were actually there because mm-hmm. they don't really need actors to do all these car stunts. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah. So yeah. it was just about cars. So Vin Diesel didn't yeah. come. Okay. I, mean, I don't think so. Okay. But they, <laughs> I mean, they paid a lot I, because I know that they they paid one man like 10,000, I think, or even more just because they wanted to mm, <laughs> crash, <his> house. <laughs> no, crash the car uh, no. to his... Uh, a small shop you know these oh, shops that are uh, outside uh-huh. I don't know what they're called like when they sell like newspapers and, and cigars and stuff like that yeah I forgot yeah, the that. So you yeah. say kiosk in French I don't know yeah, okay, they crashed the, <laughs> crashed this car or just throw the car and like they pay the good money to this man for that oh I wish I was that man yeah but anyway <laughs> I, I mean too I, I wish, wish I had I a had, shop yeah <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, so in Russia movies, I think they're trying to like you know all these film industries they're trying to do it better right now, but it's not working really. Yeah. Uh, not really. But okay, let's start from the beginning. I think uh, the movie industry started from war movies in Russia in general because you know we're so Bayoviki. Yes, <laughs> that's very advanced. Yeah, but. Uh, I don't know. It was, yeah, like, actually, war movies, they're good, you know, and they're about patriotism, about, like, all this stuff. Yeah, it's good, I think, but I don't like, you know, war topic in general, so uh, it's not, like, my favorite. Um, but I think it was okay, and a lot of, like, you know, old uh, generations, they love it, like, my grandparents, for example, and, like, this, like, age people. And it was, like, yeah, very patriotic, and we actually watched it in school. I don't know, it was, like, part of literature classes, because a lot of movies they are based on some books about war uh, World War Two in general so I was forced to watch it but <laughs> anyway and so actually we had one uh, like kino producer uh, his name is Tarkovsky mm-hmm. and I don't know yeah like Okay, you know because you're from Georgia, yeah. <laughs> so his movies, they are like really unique, really depressing, really dark, really beautiful in artistic way. But, you know, pff, I don't understand these movies just in general because they're so complicated. Plot is so like long and not understandable, but the picture is like really nice. And I think he's like, you know, a big guy kind of in like Russian film industry, but I don't know. Uh, I can even like talk about this movie because you know I just don't understand them like how can I say something about this but in artistic way yes it's really beautiful and he knew how to like make pictures even like you know like cuts how to make it beautiful and how to make a sequence of them so you know you can understand like what is narrated like under all this stuff but okay I don't know <laughs> because you know I don't understand these movies. Why I have this like heartache over this because in Georgia mm-hmm. we can't do that because there are like really talented people that can do that and have mm-hmm. done it, but there's no market for that. And I mean, mm-hmm. if you want to have like a really good movie or a really good TV show, somebody has to pay, mm-hmm. and because they know that they won't get the money back, most likely they're not paying. 
But we did this like really, really beautiful uh, TV show like five years ago. And it was like chef's kiss. Like it was <laughs> amazing. Everything about this TV show was great. The cast, the director, the producers, they knew what they were doing. But a lot of money was paid for that. Bidinai mm-hmm. Vanishu, um, the son, made it. So he's like the first oligarch in Georgia. So <laughs> it was fine. It was fine by him. And also um, earlier when I was a kid, like they, we have also this really, really good comedy group that do like a lot of comedy shows. And they did like a uh, not completely a remake, but kind of like a TV show Friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was similar, but it was not a remake because they had like um, different characters and stuff and that was also very very good quality product and many other things as well but basically nowadays if we talk about movies those movies are like small independent movies and they're like really good really good but not very popular mm, but what about this show that you said is like a great show yeah what it was, was it about it was about 19th century Georgia, Georgian mm. uh, Russian relationships uh, also, and how Georgian noble people were like all about money, and I mean they didn't care about people, and how they just wanted to gain power mm-hmm. and stuff, and how Georgian rebels started to create this organization to protect themselves. And the second season, they were in si- Siberia because they got caught. <laughs> and it was the second season was about how they got back, um, escaped from. Siberia back to Georgia but then everybody died so it's not a it's not it's a hard watch but mm-hmm. it, it's like a really good quality as a person from Siberia <laughs> yeah I feel this yeah. <laughs> okay I think that uh, cinema industry it you know in Russia it became quite popular in Soviet Union times because actually from that time we have a lot of good comedies um I can see that maybe it wouldn't be okay these movies for cancel culture right now because <laughs> we had some stuff going on in there. They were like, you know, these movies are like actually great, like old movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in general, too, but Georgian and those old Georgian movies are were released during Soviet Union. So all the, mm-hmm. um, all the titles are in Russian. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, in our old movies, like the Soviet Union movies, we had a lot of mock language. So, you know, they were like laughing. Do you know what mock language is? Okay. So they were like, you know, creating this accent, which sounds like completely not natural and kind of laughing about like different cultures, maybe at some point. I don't know if they like wanted to hurt somebody on purpose, probably no, but you know, we have this. Uh, And also sometimes we had like black faces, you know what? <laughs> Why? So uh, racist. Yeah, 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 they had that in the USA too. Yes, I know. So blackface, it's when a white, like you know, white people, yeah. they turn into Native African-looking kinda people. Uh, I think in America, in like uh, 19th, 20th century, they had this a lot in Hollywood. You know, it just just a part of their history so and we have a two i don't know i think that anna you should know this uh it's movie operation e like you know operation e okay so uh there was like a series of movies about uh a man his name is shurik so alexander <laughs> so uh and he um this man you know 
he got a pretty interesting life. So he got in a lot of troubles. And so these movies are about this. It's like uh, comedies about like interesting life of a man from Russian Soviet. And so actually I love these movies, but in one of them, so this Operation E, we have, I don't remember what this movie is like exactly about, but this man, Shurik, uh, he was running from like a villain, I think. Um, and the second man, like this villain, he got into some smoke and from a white man he turned into a really black man and out of nowhere he got like a skirt from leaves kinda you know on his hips and at some point he grabbed a stick which looked like you know like this like stick from Africa kinda you know like this old Boomerang. old native um like when native Africans, you know, they carry this, you know, this like stick with a rock on top, so they yeah, can, you know, yeah. hunt. Oh, okay. A uh, spear, you mean? Uh, maybe. <laughs> spear, they use that. Yes. To yes. Hunt? Okay. So exactly this thing. So you know, like this white man who got black, he's running <laughs> after Shurik. So I think it's a little bit like not okay for now. So uh, and I know that in America, for example, in Peter Pan, actually, you know, before you watch Peter Pan, there is a disclaimer that you know in this cartoon uh, like different cultures they shown in a bad way and we know that it can be like be racist uh, it doesn't say like this exactly but something like this and you know uh, we can't cut off these parts because it's, it's a part of our like culture and history and it was created like incorrectly but now just please like watch but we be aware that it's not nice you know to believe in like 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 believe in this and being racist so in Russia we don't have these disclaimers so sometimes when you watch like <laughs> an older kind of movie yeah <laughs> you're like face. oh no <laughs> what was happening in there so <laughs> there is like a really weird movie actually I watched it for the first time it's really old but I watched it for the first time when I was like 20 so you know I was like grown up and I could understand a lot but this movie is just such a mess so this movie is about two twins and you know they got separated when they were kids and uh, one of them is a thief and just a bad man and another one is like really rich and really you know all this like from high part of society I would say kind of and so it's about this and there are a lot of uh, mock language uh, there are a lot of like uh, Americans kind in this movie and they speak with like really really awful accent and it's really you know like make us to laugh about this and stuff and this movie is really random and yeah it's really it just throws into your face just different actions in different accents and different people so well <laughs> at that time you know people like liked it but it was like a little too much even for that time but now when i watch it you know it's 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 racist yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a little bit yeah just a little bit <laughs> yeah. and it's really random so uh, i don't know it was hard to understand this movie so you know it was like this and i think that comedies were like great at that time yeah a little bit maybe racist yeah okay but you know time changes so mm, people didn't understand this that time maybe yeah. I think even Soviet Union back in the days, they really stressed on this uh, this cinema industry because mm -hmm. th they they thought they were they used to think that uh, cinema has a great influence over uh, the population to maybe manipulate them or uh, or influence them in a certain way. So so that's why when you're talking about classic movies being great, I think it's because of maybe the, propaganda. Yeah, yeah, propaganda. Sure. Yeah, and there was like a mm -hmm. huge censorship also at that time. Yeah. 
because, yeah, like I said, everything, every titles were in Russian and they were banning the movies that had any anything like even slightly um, like freedom in them, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Mm, you know, I can say that I've seen a lot of propaganda in this like comedies, but maybe I just didn't yeah, pay comedies. attention. Because, yeah. yeah, it was just, you know, like a funny life of a guy from from Soviet Union. And mm. it was like uh, about a lot of like, you know, inside kind of jokes about Soviet Union also. So it seems like it's pretty okay. But yes, there are some movies which is about propaganda, but I didn't see this. You know, I didn't watch it. I don't know. Um, when I was a child, my parents didn't really like these movies. So I didn't watch it like with them. But I know a lot of friends, they just watched it because, you know, when they were kids, their parents like have been watching this and they just watched it so I've never done this so you know I just watched I think like some of movies because I'm an art major and when I was participated um, in like Art Olympiad, like all Russian Art Olympiad, I needed to know all the movies like from this like list. So I watched the movies when I was like uh, 16, 17. So it was for me like just okay, just from artistic side, I need to remember the plots, I need to remember what's happening, I need to know what's in there, and that's it. So I didn't like watch it because oh wow, these movies are so great, I want to watch it right now. So no, mm-hmm. for me it was just okay, I need to do this, I need to know this, and that's it, and then I'm gonna have this test in this Olympiad. So I don't know, actually. But for now, I can say that they're trying to make good movies in VFX way. You know, they're trying to make all these effects, like looking better and stuff. But it still looks cringy a little. You know, all the effects, it's not like... Mm -hmm. It's better than it used to be, but uh, I don't know. But recently, I think that we got uh, a lot of movies, like patriotic sport movies. Um, I'm not a part of... like sport culture but we got a movie it's called like движение вверх i don't know in english it may be <laughs> it's like you know up yes it can be called maybe in english like going up or something like this it's about a basketball team in soviet union times and i watched it just partly so there was something in Soviet Union, like the team was really struggling, but, you know, with all these challenges that they've been through, they won uh, in some like big, big match, you know, in that like back in times. So after this, you know, after this movie was released, uh, I don't know, maybe government decided, OK, let's do movies about sports because it seems like it's working. <laughs> so they started doing a lot of movies about different sports and yeah, probably about like Soviet Union times. Sometimes, sometimes it's just like they made two movies about ice skating and it's about like our time kind of but it's still good and I think that yeah like that people love right now like Russian movies about sports but when they're trying to do like fantasy or something it's not working like I don't know it, yeah, it just looks like cringe it looks like fairy tale and that's it uh, and I think that nobody's interested and like especially now you know when we have like Hollywood when we have Netflix but okay <laughs> Netflix is blocked in Russia by the way but oh. okay Okay. Uh, so I think that people are not like 
that interested, but actually I think that we have good series. Um, I think that back in times, uh, a lot of series were copied from like American, you know, series. I I know for sure that there was one series f- um, about like a poor family, poor family with like two kids and they were like, you know, li- living like life, uh, like joking about each other. They were really poor and broke and really, really adventurous. Um, but now I think uh, it was all Always like comedies, just comedies in Russia, uh, like serious. We have a great comedy, a little bit comedy, a little bit abuse, romantic kind of serious. It's called Kitchen. It's just just yeah. favorite, just my favorite. Everybody's favorite Russian series. Yeah, especially yes. Yes. Huh? You know this? No, I said especially men. Uh, okay, okay. Because I was thinking maybe even like you know, you saw it in Morocco, it would be nice. But you know, all the characters they really stupid. They abuse each other. They cheat on each I other. I think it's just the kitchen situation because in every kitchen they abuse each other. It's like, <laughs> really? It's really common thing. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's like. You know, it happens not only in the kitchen, but outside the kitchen with all these relationships between Ah, everyone, you know. And actually, I talked to a girl from Georgia also, like, you know, during our on arrival. And and I was like, do you know kitchen? Because, you know, it's like my favorite Russian series. And she was like, yeah, my favorite too. And I was like, wow. (laughs) Yeah, it's quite popular. But you don't like it. Or did you watch it? I mean, I know what's going on, but I don't watch it. Okay. Okay. I think we had like a similar show in Georgia as Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. Kind of similar. It was mainly in like a restaurant situation. Mainly it was uh, like Mm -hmm. outside of restaurant, not in the kitchen, outside of kitchen, in the restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) That's where it takes part. Okay. So I'm just going to talk about the plot because you don't know. So uh, the main character is a guy and he's like, you know, like a good looking guy. And he comes to Moscow because he's looking for a better life. You know, he comes like to Moscow from like a smaller city in Russia. And so in the first day he had sex with like uh, with administrator in a restaurant where he wanted to go for a job. And so, you know, they had sex. Then he left without like asking, without saying like bye and stuff and stuff. So she got really mad at him, uh, threw a vase into his face, you know. <laughs> so, you know, he ran away. And so then he comes to like this restaurant, a really good restaurant in Moscow. And he tries, you know, to find a job, but he didn't even like do anything. It just happened randomly for him. So he just came there. And so actually he got a job. So yeah, everything worked out. But then he sees like this woman that he had sex before. And so, you know, it's like, really abusive and yeah. like adventurous comedy <laughs> about kitchen and yeah like he's lying all the time but do they end up together or no yes they oh. end up together but you know true love yes but it took them like five seasons to do this <laughs> I mean you have to see the show right <laughs> they had to do the plot yes but I don't know they got together then they broke up they got together broke up then he cheated on her then they married then he cheated again and it was like this so it's really stupid I've been watching this a few seasons I've been watching like recently recent months because I was like you know this series it's my childhood series so I was like I just want to watch it and feel these stupid people again (laughs) and so you know I'm watching this and he's just lying all the time and cheating all the time and does just different crap all the time and I don't know and yeah and they still end up together so I'm like "Mm true love it's not draw you know. it's mental issues, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, same thing. 
Oh, well, well, maybe. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, like, do you remember, like, what's the first movie you saw or, like, the first movie impressions? Anything. Not necessarily like the first movie you saw, but like mm-hmm. uh, the movie that impressed you the most. That touched you deep. Mm-hmm. You said this is the one. Okay, yeah. so just movie or cartoon because I'm more into cartoons than okay. movies. Okay, whichever. Mm. <laughs> My mom says that when I was a child, child, I don't remember this times and thank you. Uh, we had a TV show, it's called Telepuziki in mm-hmm. Russian. Yeah. So I don't know what's going on there, but it's really crazy as I know. Do you know what yes, is it is? Yes. Can you explain Teletomies? this? Teletomies? I don't remember, but I remember that I was watching it every day. <laughs> Teletomies is the name, I think. Okay, because I so should know it. No, Teletubbies. Ah, Teletubbies. Teletubbies. Okay, <laughs> come on. It's my yeah, favorite childhood is, yeah. one. Yeah, come on. What I don't remember there? the plot, but yeah. because I was too small for that. But yeah. yeah. Do you remember what yeah, was their yeah, mother? Yeah. I used to be in conflict with my mom to watch it because she wanted to watch something else. And I'd be like, no, mom, watch this. <laughs> yeah. So what was it? Uh, it's about, uh, well, the weirdest thing about them is that they sleep standing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like me. <laughs> yeah. So like they lay down on a wall and that's it. <laughs> they asleep. Yeah. And, yeah. They get up when the sun uh, comes up and it's na- natural f- nature. Yeah, natural field with grass and everything, and they play and do activities in there. It's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So they just play. No with toxic each other. relationships. There. Yeah, nothing. No breaking up. No. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay. Um, it was my subconscious choice, I think, <laughs> because I don't remember this time. But I remember my mom was saying that, oh, you know, you've been watching this stuff, and it was really weird, and it was really bad, and you know, but you just wanted to watch only these guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> mm, I think this Tom and Jerry ah, and yeah. some others. <laughs> Nupagadi for us yeah, is like yes. um, universal things for every child, I yeah. think. So but we have a cartoon. I think it's Russian, I think. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's a about cartoon th- about a wolf and a rabbit. And they're like, you know, they're like, I don't know, enemies, but kind of friends. In some episodes, they're kind of friends. So, yeah, they're like, you know, they fight with each other, abuse each other, and just having some adventures. Yeah, so that's pretty much it. But I think that's, yeah. you know, that's a good cartoon. It's like both for kids and for grown-ups, actually, you know. So my dad is still watching it from time to time when he yeah. sees it on Soviet, TV. <laughs> and then later it became Russian. Mm. Okay, okay. Oh, 1969, it's so old. And final episode was in 2020? Oh my God. I didn't know that it's still releasing though. Wow. So, you know, it's a big thing. Yeah. No, <laughs> Speaks Russian. Okay. I don't know. I think it was Barbie cartoons. <laughs> I think when I was a child, I loved fantasy and I always loved fantasy more than anything else. And But think- you have like a tantrum when about Marvel movies. There's no physics there. It's no fantasy. It's fiction, I yeah. think. So fantasy is different. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, I it's mean, more beautiful. Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's more artistic, I think. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that Barbie cartoons. <laughs> but when I was, like, more grown up, I think that I really loved uh, Prince of Persia, I think it's called, Sense of Time. Um, it's a movie, it's a Disney movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. That's how I got crush on Jake Gyllenhaal, so, you know. <laughs> 
And John Carter, I think, is also a Disney movie. I think that I love this one. But I think that I was like 15, maybe like 14, something like this. And I love like two of these movies a lot and it's fantasy. I know that Prince of Persia, it's not a good movie. Like worldwide, you know, there are not a lot of like good reviews about this movie. And actually, I think it's based on a game, like on a computer game. So I don't know, it sounds a little bit weird, you know, that they created a movie out of a computer game. They do it a lot now. Nowadays, oh, really? yeah. oh, I know Warcraft. <laughs> That's it. I know that it yeah, was based Assassin's on. Creed, Uncharted. A lot of movies are oh, based yeah. on Uncharted um, video games. Yeah. But I to. What about me? <clears throat> uh, same as you, I used to watch uh, anime in my childhood, but most of uh, cartoons are uh, Japanese ones. The one broadcasting on uh, national TV and in the Middle East, in the Arab world in general. So what was it exactly? Do you remember names? Um, I think Shaman King or something like this. Spy Girls. There was the, the oh. three girls. Oh, yeah. yeah the they work undercover. It's green, anime? Yeah, it's anime. orange and blonde one. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Did you watch it? Uh, yeah. You did? Okay. <laughs> they were like my favorite characters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I actually had a crush on the one with the blonde hair. Oh, no. Oh, so my favorite one. <laughs> so my first I. love. She was like the worst girl from them all. Well, <laughs> but she, the prettiest, okay. Yeah, yeah, the prettiest. And she always liked to uh, take care of herself and Men. be pretty. <laughs> Men. Yeah, but uh, the more I grew up, uh, the more I, I get myself into more realistic movies. Uh, <laughs> It's the green one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, uh, like movies that resonate with uh, certain events or something, movies with references, mm -hmm. like uh, movies uh, that try to depict maybe uh, Nazi uh, Germany in Nazi era or Soviet Union in the USA, the time where there was this struggle between black people and white people. But uh, for the moment, I can say my favorite movie It's, I don't think I'm gonna watch something better than this one. It, it's called Never Look Away. It's German. It's like a three-hour masterpiece. I really like it. I watched Shawshank Redemption and Interstellar, mm -hmm. so I watched all these masterpieces, <laughs> and still, I preferred this one. Never Look Away? Yeah, it's, uh, it's about um, a guy that lives in the uh, eastern Germany mm -hmm. that was uh, dominated by the Soviet Union, and he's an, uh, he's an artist. But the art he was practicing in, in the eastern uh, Germany was like relevant to the, uh, to the art of Soviet Union. Something talks about uh, groups, classes, class struggle, bourgeois, proletariat and everything. So it was, mm -hmm. he felt himself like uh, limited somehow. So there when his journey yeah, began to travel, to cross the wall to the western one and he met this girl she's really beautiful and they had <laughs> being a man again <laughs> yeah, they had this affair and no really what I really loved about this movie is the attachment between these two couples I really mm -hmm. liked it even though the hardship they went through and the misery and poverty but still they st stuck to each other and uh, in the beginning she couldn't bear a child But still, they stuck together and tried multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah, right, yeah. The <laughs> <laughs> you know what makes them stay together I think in the traditional sense and then they had a baby and he got famous for his uh, for his paintings that he made based on the tragedy and traumas he experienced in his childhood and uh, and when he was a young man and the father of that woman was rejecting this Uh, relationship because he was working for Hitler he was a doctor and his mission was to eliminate all humans with disabilities mm -hmm. like they were all only protecting uh, healthy individuals so mm -hmm. anyone with uh, with a disability mental disability a uh, physical one they just they took them into a room and then leak the gas until they, they are dead. It's really mm. recommended if you want to watch it. No, I don't yeah. like these dramas. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I really, I mean, it's my taste in, in movies. I really yeah, I like know. it. But I'm really struggling to watch something like this, especially like, you know, this like Hitler kind of times. No, they're just too heavy to yeah. me, you know. It affects me a lot. So like for the next week, I'm going to just lie in bed and thinking about <laughs> life and be depressed probably. <laughs> so what about yeah. you, Anna? What's your favorite? Um, I cannot say my favorite movie because it's something like I can never okay. choose. But let's start from the one that affected you the most. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. For me, it's the life of David Gale, because for For me, it's like the first movie that I probably saw and the first movie that like really affected me because even I remember the way I saw this movie was I saw it on TV, but I didn't see the whole picture. I saw like a small part, maybe like 15 minutes of this movie and that was it. But then like a year later, maybe, I don't know, I just remembered that I saw this movie and I wanted to see that again, but I didn't know the name. I didn't know what was going on. So I just searched the actors because Kate Winslet and then Kevin Spacey playing that movie. And when I saw this movie after some time, it was a huge shock for me because in this movie, uh, Kevin Spacey's character is a professor who's against death punishment, death penalty. And I mean, for all his life, he's trying to remove this punishment and etc. But um, he finds himself in convicted because one of his students blamed him of sexual assault. And now he's just trying to prove improve his innocence. And Kate Winslet is a journalist who investigates his case after he's in jail. But the thing is that Kevin Spacey's character, is David Gale, is not doing actually anything to prove his innocence. What he does is that he creates a, like a video where he plays like a role where he uh, kills a woman, but actually... No. So, okay, it's really hard to explain. David Gale accepts his punishment and doesn't do anything to prove his innocence. But Kate Winslet's character investigates the case and tries to prove his innocence. And after he's dead, only after that, Kate Winslet actually finds a proof that he's innocent, that the proof that he himself, David Gale, created a video. And basically, David Gale killed himself to prove why they should not have death penalty. So he just basically sacrificed himself for his idea and this uh, whole thing. And it was I was like, oh, my God, I, I couldn't sleep for a week for the whole week. I was like, why did he do that? Like, <laughs> he could not make it. <laughs> I was so touched because I was, yeah, like 13 at the time, 12 or 13. And that was the first time the movie was like so good. I just could not. I watched it for like like three times mm -hmm. I watched it once and then again and then again like day after another 
and it was like a really big thing for me and then that's the first movie that i watched and then i started looking for like a good movies and then i that's the movie that made me want to watch like a lot of things also i remember movie that completely made me lose my sleep was um the pirates of the caribbean (laughs) the second part where they cut out will's heart Mm -hmm. i remember it because i watched it the day before i had school like it was like last day of summer holiday (laughs) and i was starting fifth grade i like basically for a week i could not sleep and the next day at school i was like greeting everybody hey how are you blah 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 and i was like oh my god (laughs) like this guy he can't see his family for uh, for 10 years like oh my god and i was literally like waking up in the middle of the night worrying about that so about your family or about this guy i was like and then i was calming myself down like oh they're actors don't worry Anna. they're fine they're fine but anyway that really messed my head also if you want to watch like uh, really tragic movies i would suggest um incendies i don't know it's german production if i'm not wrong it's about a middle eastern woman who gives birth at a, like a really young age incendies? without yes can you spell that for me uh i n c e n d i e s yeah it's a huge movie and uh, she gives birth at a really young age, but she's separated from her child because she gave birth without wedding and stuff. Then she moved to Montreal. So she basically carried on with her life without her child. And later in life, uh, she has like a really, really tough life because of like Germans, I think. or so. I don't remember like really well. But yeah, later she has twins. Those twins don't really have like a really good relationship with her. Uh, but at the end, like she ends up in jail and those kids are like not really fond of their mother but after her death she those twins decide to investigate her life and they find like really really interesting and really like hidden facts about her and they find out that she had a daughter she had a child before them and they also find out that before this woman died she found her firstborn son who raped her in jail and who is the father of her twins it's like a nightmare (laughs) i should have spoiled that i'm sorry but yeah it's like a really uh really hard thing to watch but if you enjoy those kind of movies because i do yeah she's an arab Im- immigrant yeah right? you're talking about like all this kind of complicated heart and high movies and i'm like barbie <laughs> <John Yeah. Carter. laughs> oh i think it comes out this weekend no barbie what barbie oh. movie barbie oh, and Oppenheimer oh, yeah, as well. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. But i want to watch it but i think here it's only hungarian movies uh, I was talking about cartoons, but yeah, I would like to watch I'm, I'm, movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not really I'm not really big fan of cartoons, actually. I would watch cartoons like in the morning before going to school because it was on TV. Mm-hmm. But Come otherwise, on. I was not. Yeah, I know. So are my friends' reactions. But yeah. I think that, I don't know, for me, cartoons are better than movies at some point. And I don't know, recent years, actually, movies were not that great to me. You know? I mean, it depends. Yeah. I love Coco, it if depends, you know. Yeah. Uh, Zootopia. Ah, 
watch and he suggested some uh, uh, animes and I just yeah I just give them a shot and it's really interesting and what was your first uh, Death Note Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. There's not, you know, the main character, he gets like really crazy and it feels like, uh, yeah, he yeah, thinks yeah. that he's a god and yeah. it's like yeah. getting too much in the end. I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't so like it. Yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so he was just like killing, like, you know, everybody around yeah. him. He was like, yay. Yeah. <laughs> so you like, like a really easy watch, beautiful in a paradise movies. Uh, you know, I used to watch like hard, kind of tough movies, but you know, I'm really sensitive to this. Yeah. So yeah, like after I watch it, like for a week or sometimes for a month, I'm going to be like, oh no, life is just so blue. What can I do? What is <laughs> yeah. going on in here? So I can be like this for a long time. Uh, so, you know, I just decided that, well, if it makes me like that bad, I don't want to watch it. But from time to time, I get this feeling like, okay, let's watch Interstellar and then think about life for one month, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so sometimes I feel like this, but yeah, pretty much, yeah. I would like to watch something like you know to have fun mm-hmm. but I recently I think that um, last two years I don't really watch anything because I don't know I just I just lost my interest at some point and if I watch something with somebody yeah it's fine for me because you know there is a person and they watch it so you know I need to finish this also uh, but if I watch something alone I'm not interested I get distracted a lot and I don't know I just I never finish what about TV shows uh, like well, what's your TV show, like in general. Yeah. My favorite TV show is I have a lot. <laughs> That's so the name my, of the TV show. Yeah. So the li- <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, I admire you better you better call Saul. Uh-huh. Okay. Breaking Bad, uh, Game of Thrones. What else? What else? What do you think about the final of Game of Thrones? I didn't like it. Okay. Well, I it's, knew it's exactly rubbish. it was going to end like this because they and like built this whole series on the effect of not knowing what's going to happen next, mm-hmm. like whatever you would think it was not right. Yeah. And like that was the only thing that didn't make sense, so they had to go with that. Yeah. Hmm, really I loved it. I don't know. Actually, when I was watching this for the first time, I think I was like a teenager. I liked it, but I was trying to rewatch it like recently, I think like one two years ago. Uh and I was like 
oh, they're just so stupid and they behave like animals, you know, in most of the cases. I don't like it, so I yeah. could not watch it. I yeah. don't know. And Daenerys, actually, I was thinking that uh, when I watched it for the first time, I was thinking that Daenerys, you know, is a good person and everything is fine with her. But when I was rewatching this, you know, she was crazy from the beginning and I was like, okay, I'm glad that, like, you know, that happened in the end, in the finish <laughs> that, you know, yeah. that you're not with us anymore. <laughs> yeah, but one thing, I always loved Sansa, even from the beginning, and yeah. I think a lot of mm-hmm. people slept on her because she was like she the development of her char- character was yeah. amazing yeah. and yeah. she became like a really really smart leader, woman yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh, I hate it when they're like oh Sansa blah 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 and she couldn't s- keep a secret what if she kept that secret like what would have happened like nobody <laughs> thinks about yeah. that nobody would have known about yeah. Jon Snow and I mean come on did you know that uh, when Jon Snow uh, was killed in that battle, I think in season five or four, I don't mm-hmm. really remember, there was the plot of, of the series was like, okay, Jon Snow is dead now, so his story is, is finished here. But there was this petition from the audience. Oh, yeah, really? yeah, <laughs> they told the all the people working on uh, Game of Thrones said, no, you have to make him alive again because that's the, the real hero in the, in the TV mm-hmm. show. And, you know, because they got... We, a lot of us, uh, got really attached to uh, this mm-hmm. person. So we don't know to whom we should resort to uh, after yeah. the death of Jon Snow. So, But do you think if it's correct, you know, if I was like this creator of Game of Thrones and audience was like, oh, no, I don't like that you killed this person. I wouldn't want to change anything because, you know, I don't think that you can give like this power to, you know, to change the plot for your audience because it's still your piece of art. I know that this happens like for the final of Game of Thrones also, you know, nobody liked it. So they were like, okay, let's make petitions and change it. Also, it happened to anime attack on Titan. You know, nobody liked it. Like the final also and I don't know like well it's I mean it was not like released anything was not released so Uh it was just in process of I don't know planning the script or something so I think it's okay but you know you're creating your own story and Uh, not really it's based on the books so yeah obviously when you have this like huge show you have to think about what people want because then it's not gonna sell nobody's gonna watch it yeah it's an industry after all they need to make profit but mm. Martin said too, he said heroes too die, so it's yeah. a normal thing. But yeah, still, and I think I got, I don't know if I got used to it or just, for me, happy endings are not really that. They're not like, interesting. You yeah, know? <laughs> like I prefer when it's not a happy ending because then I, yeah. I'm more satisfied when it's <laughs> You, you can suffer I don't want to sound reason. so cruel, but yeah, I think movies do better. And I mean, they are better when it's not happy ending because mm-hmm. sometimes those happy endings feel a little forced for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, depends on the script, of course, but sometimes I do feel like it's really forced. Uh, but yeah, I mainly prefer it if it's not a happy ending. Mm-hmm. When I used to like watching like, you know, tough kind of movies, I loved like set ends more. But now, now I don't care just in general because I'm not interested in movies, it feels <laughs> like. But yeah, I think that happy endings, you know, uh, it's not yeah, natural. But Game of Thrones, for me, Sansa was the main character mm-hmm. and I don't care. I loved it that she was the queen in the north, so I don't care about <laughs> anybody else. <laughs> yeah, I and really it, it was really sad for Jon Snow too in the yeah. end with all those battles and everything yeah. and he should be the, the king of the, the seventh yeah, kingdom. Yeah, but I don't but want it, he yeah. said. No, I don't, I don't think so. He's, the, he's like a boy you know like a little boy he doesn't understand what's going on it feels to me sometimes you bend the knee i'm Jon snow
Would you think about like you know about Netflix and Disney right now as platforms? You know, I think it's changed a lot in recent years because you know it used to be only on TV, then you go to cinema to watch something, but now it's really easy. You know, just open a platform like Netflix website, for example, yeah. and watch something. Yeah. Do you th- like do you think if it affects somehow on life? I mean, r- right now, uh, if you go to anyone who watches movies and you ask them to compare between the new and the old, the classic ones, mm-hmm. he w- he would definitely say the oldest ones, mm-hmm. because back in the times, I think producers and actors had you can say the absolute freedom to ha- to do whatever they want in the uh, in that work and that gave them the room to play as they want. But right now, you know, th- there are a lot of agendas that they need mm-hmm. to serve commercialized yeah mm-hmm. commercialized and you need to uh, insert this even though it's not naturally inserted somehow i'm gonna say this but <laughs> i've seen this uh, tv show it's about uh, a certain plot but they want to forcefully involve a homosexual uh, actor i mean it doesn't make any sense in the plot but still they wanted to mm. include include yeah, yeah. representations Mm-hmm. So there is no creativity, and uh, as I said, the, the, they want to make everyone satisfied, which is bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, you yeah. think it's mostly about commercial? Yeah, yeah, like for sure, for about, sure. Okay. Yeah, and also I like I hear about like a new movie. Oh, this movie is coming out, and like a week later, it's already on Netflix. Like, how do you make a movie in like two weeks? Yeah. Used to take like four to six months. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, those like cinemas and mm, premieres and everything. It was like a huge thing, even though I, I was never part of it. But still, everybody was excited. Like, oh my god, like a red carpet. And then mm-hmm. we waited for like another month for the to just to see the movie on online or somewhere. Thank you guys for listening to us. It was Mustar FM at 89.6. I hope you enjoyed this show. And in the studio, there are three hosts for you, Alex. Badr. And Anna. See you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.